Welcome back to the channel guys. My name is Mike Satterfield with TheGentlemanRacer.com and this is This Week on The Gentleman Racer. It's just a weekly show where I give you a quick rundown of all my favorite stories from the site, the top stuff that's trending on the website, and all my other kind of automotive and travel adventures. Um, as you can see, I'm coming to you from a hotel room uh, tonight. It is late. I just got to Atlanta. And if you watched last week's video, you know that I'm here to play with the new 370Z 50th Anniversary Edition. Uh, a very controversial car that I think is, it's kind of funny that people are so upset about it, but also I kind of get it. So Nissan has been pushing this car since the New York Auto Show as the anniversary model of the Z. They rolled it and a, a, a GTR package out for the 50th anniversary of both cars. And the community was not happy. If you go on Facebook and read the messages or even on Twitter and the, the, the retweets and the replies, Nissan fans are not super excited about this car because it's really nothing more than a sticker package and some other you know specialty badges and things like that. So I get it. A lot of people were hoping that for the 50th anniversary we'd get like a new platform or maybe something different. But um, yeah, it's it's it is what it is. I'm really excited to be here just to go ch check out the car. I'm supposed to have one all day tomorrow, and then I got to book it back to the airport to get back to Texas. But There'll be a whole video and story and write-up just on that car. So if you're excited about the Z, if you want to know more about the Z, if you're just a Nissan fan, that's all I'm shooting tomorrow is Nissan 370Z 50th Anniversary Edition stuff. So that's coming to the channel. So check back here uh, for the channel for that and uh, also on the site for the story. Uh, other fun stuff, I've, I've been driving a lot of cars. <laughs> like uh, We had the Texas Auto uh, Riders Association Roundup uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, so I've been kind of working through all that content and writing stories about those. And then uh, I've had a couple cars dropped off. I just did the Fiat Drive. So there's a lot of car content on the site. Uh, the most popular car story right now on the site from last week is, or from this week is the Alfa Romeo Giulia Quattrofolio. I finally got to drive it. I got to take it on an autocross. I got to push it really hard. Really, really had a good time driving the car and was really impressed with it. I mean... One thing I found kind of odd was that the, the throttle wasn't super responsive, but it kind of was like an on-off switch. If you didn't have a lot of like gradual power, it was just power or no power. But other than that, it was so much fun to drive and it has so much uh, sex appeal. It's just a pretty, really cool car. Uh, this one was $93,000, so it was a little bit of money. I mean... It's a lot of money for an Alfa Romeo. I mean, $93,000 puts you in the range of a lot of really good cars. Um, but the Alfa Romeo is a very, very fun car to drive. Uh, this one had the carbon fiber roof, carbon ceramic brakes, all the other carbon packages. So it was about as expensive of an Alfa Romeo as you can get. Um, a lot of fun. Mm, I don't know if I would shell out $93,000 for one. But, you know, if you want to be different than the guy in the BMW M M3, you, you go with the Alfa Romeo. Um, if you like travel, there's a lot of travel stuff on the site. Uh, uh, some of you know I do a lot of photography. My background before I, how I got my website started was photography. So um, photography for me is very important. And I always do a lot of photo stories. When I travel, I take a lot of pictures. And photography is a big part of what I do. Uh, so Street Photography Tokyo is a story that I posted this week. Um, I have literally thousands of images from when I was in Japan uh, on my last trip. I was there for a couple months working with Sony on a project. It was a really fun deal. Uh, but the stuff I do for Sony only really took me a couple of days. And then I just had the rest of the time to work on other projects and walk around and take pictures, um, which is like my favorite thing to do in the world. So I've, I, I kind of 
just pulled a couple of like random street life photos I thought would be kind of cool to kind of give a different insight of what the like just regular everyday life is like in Tokyo. So if you like street photography, if you like just travel photography, that story's on the site. It's it's cool. I hope you guys like it. If you are a Japan like travel fan or just J JDM car fan, click on that story and then click on the bottom. There'll be tags. Click on Japan. It'll pull up all my stories from Japan. There's stuff on hostels to stay at in Kyoto to good restaurant. You, if, you, if you're in Japan a long time and you really are craving some Mexican food, the best Mexican restaurant in Japan, I've got a story on that. I was in Japan for a long time, so I've got a lot of Japanese content, so check that out. Uh, I go over there often because my, my best friend lives there, so I, I'm in Japan as much as I possibly can be. I haven't been in two years, though, so it's time for another trip. So Japan will be on the list for a trip fairly soon, I hope. But yeah, check that out. Uh, and again, lots of other Jap Japan travel and just car lifestyle content on there. If you like Jap Japanese stuff, check it out. Um, other car uh, write-up that I did, the Abarth track day. Now, I talked about this last week, and I did a whole standalone video vlog on my day at the track with Abarth 124, Abarth 500, and Skip Barber Racing taking us through the paces and how to drive the cars. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it was probably one of the better, like, manufacturer track days I've ever been on because they actually did let us get out and push the cars pretty good. Uh, so that, that whole write-up's there. Uh, a lot of my content is like that where I'll do a, a video and I also do a full written write-up on it. So um, different perspectives, kind of different focuses of each story, but kind of gives you a, more insights into what it's like to do these events or the cars or other things like that. Sometimes when I sit down and write it a week or two later, I've kind of had time to reflect on it and it gets a little bit different twist than just the live content while I'm doing it. So uh, if you're into Fiat's, Abarth cars, there's a lot of great pictures from the track there, so go and check that out. Uh, another thing, if you are a travel person, uh, there are some other travel stories on the site. So there's some luxury resort, you know, kind of roundup stories. Um, there's some alcoholic drink mix recipe stories on there as well, just because we do a lot of lifestyle stuff. So if you're into any of that, that stuff is all also on there. So the car that I've been driving the last week uh, was the Toyota Corolla XSE, the hatchback, the kind of cool hot hatch. It was bright blue, whitish gray interior with like all kinds of like, like geometric patterns. Very, very cool car. And it, I did write up on the car basically just talking about how it's really the best Toyota Corolla uh, since the AE86. I mean, now I know the, the, F, the Toyota 86, the FT86 replaced the AE86, but... It's not called a Corolla. The last car that was good that was called a Corolla was the AE86. And this car is very good. I was I was not expecting a whole lot out of this Toyota Corolla, but it was really good. I mean, there's a few things, of course, the clutch pedal is like super dead, like almost all Toyotas are, and the shifter felt a little like kind of you know sloppy and loose, just again disconnected, because it's not really a high performance, you know, transmission like in a Mazda or a Fiat where they have those you know, really precise shifters because they're Miatas, basically. But yeah, the, the the car is very good. So if it's it's one of those cars that you buy if you're looking for something that's practical but kind of fun. They really did kind of make it a hot hatchback, but it really can't be a true hot hatchback because it doesn't have a handbrake. It has a push-button electric handbrake, which is not fun. So you can't do any cool, like, handbrake turns to, like, impress the ladies and be like, hey, check it out. Like, and that's all you do. When, I mean, when I had my, my first my first hot hatchback was a, uh, gosh, it would have been the 2000 Ford Focus uh, <laughs> that we 
built up for when I worked for a California Mustang. It was our kind of project car. We were testing stuff. We put a supercharger on it, we put a turbo on it. It was, it was a test mule car when the Focus first came out. So all you did in that car was drive around, whip the wheel, e-brake, and, and spin it around because it's just fun and you're like 20 and that's what you do. Can't do that in the Corolla because it has that power push button parking brake, which is kind of annoying. It does have a really cool, uh, they call it intelligent manual transmission, which is basically rev matching. So if you're not great at your rev matching shifting points, it does it for you and it does it very, very well. It also just comes with a ton of standard equipment, you know, Apple CarPlay, um, heated seats in this model, 18 inch wheels, a really nice body kit. Uh, mine was bright blue, so it really did pop and had, had a good look to it. The interior was really comfortable. Uh, overall, I gotta say, it's the best Corolla they've built since the A86, um, and it's not like the old Corolla Type S's where they just stuck those really tacky, like lip spoilers on the front and the back, and then the big red S on the back, which was just terrible because it was still the anemic 130 horsepower Corolla. It just had like a bad body kit from you know some aftermarket company, and then a big red S on the back of it. This one has like a fully you know, integrated custom like body kit. The XSE also gets a big chrome grill surround, which looks really cool. The 18-inch wheels are really nice. Um, overall, good car, good value. It's it's actually probably the best value in its class for this type of kind of like not really super high-performance hot hatchback, but just kind of your entry-level hot hatchback. Uh, it's like three grand less than a Chevy Cruze. It's just like about the same price as a Honda Civic Sport. So it, it's, it's a good value, and it really does look very good. The hatchback is probably the best-looking uh, car Toyota makes right now. I'm not a super big fan of a lot of Toyota styling, and this one does look pretty good. Uh, fun kind of technology story on the site. Uh, Sony has a 98-inch television that is 8K, you know, for all that 8K content that's out there. Um, I don't know why this TV exists, because one, there isn't a lot of 8K content. Uh, two, it is 98 inches, and it is $70,000. So... It's it's the same price as a nicely equipped Alfa Romeo, not with a carbon fiber roof or carbon ceramic brakes, but it is a television. So, um, yeah, that story's on the site. If you like gigantic, expensive things, Sony has a seventy thousand dollar television for you. Now there are, I think, one other one or two other sizes that you can get. So, if you want a twelve or thirteen thousand dollar television, I think they have that option available for you as well. I, I just don't know who's going to be watching this because again there's not a lot of 8k content out there um, other than that just uh, I'm gonna be on the road like I said for the next couple of weeks uh, I'll be good in Mexico California Nevada Arizona I mean all over the Southwest um, so I'll probably be bringing you stories from wherever I happen to be the next video will probably be shot in Mexico um, so there's that I really do appreciate everyone who's been tuning in and you know subscribing we've got up quite a few subscribers again this week and I really do appreciate that uh, we've got a lot of new stuff coming out on the site next week. Um, there's other stories already scheduled to go out while I'm running around. And again, uh, if you're not following on Instagram, you can follow me there and see all the stuff I'm doing in my daily stuff as I'm running around with you know Nissan tomorrow or wherever I'm at. I'm always posting my Instagram stories, so it's just at the gentleman racer. So on Instagram, follow me there. And other than that, I better get to bed because I have to get up really early and head out to the track tomorrow. But again, thank you guys, and I'll see you in the next video.